Hola, which means hello in Spanish, of course. Welcome to the Tour Inspires podcast. I'm your host, Maxim Kraft, and today we will be talking about Colombia, one of the most contrasting nations in the world. Featuring both stunning biodiversity and a consistent clash of old and new, Colombia is an absolute must-visit if you're interested in exploring South America. Today, we will go over Colombia's capital, its complex history, and one of the most biodiverse natural landscapes, as well as a wonderful resort town. So, let's begin! Colombia has a population of almost 50 million and is one of the most attractive economies in the world. The nation's economy is the third largest in South America, with high macroeconomic stability. It is also well diversified, with some of the biggest sectors being financial services, manufacturing, and services like hotels and restaurants. Colombia is the only NATO global partner in Latin America and is part of the CIVITS group of leading emerging markets. It is also a member of the United Nations, World Trade Organization, the OAS, the Pacific Alliance, and is also an associate member of Mercosur and other international organizations. The nation is connected by highways, railways, and airports. There are three major highways in the northern portion of the country, with the north being sparsely connected due to the dense jungle cover. It is worth noting that Colombia is crossed by the Pan-American Highway, allowing road travel down the continent. Colombia drives on the right, of course. The national airline of Colombia is Avianca, and air travel is fairly affordable, with many cities and towns having their own airports. Bogota's El Dorado International Airport is the busiest in all of Latin America, servicing 22 million people annually. Railways are seldom used for passenger services, but do connect seven of the ten major Colombian cities. Inland, Colombia is serviced by riverboat transport, which transports 5.5 million passengers every year. Within the cities, buses, urban railways, taxis, and sometimes even cable cars allow for swift travel between the different areas of the cities. The Metro Cable, an elevated cable car system, links the lower-income neighborhoods to the rest of the transport network of the city of Medellin, which also has Colombia's only subway and tram systems. The capital of Colombia is the massive city of Bogota. The city is the largest in Colombia, as well as the third largest in all of South America, and has a population of almost 7.5 million. Bogota is home to the largest number of universities and research centers in the country, and is an important cultural center with many theaters, libraries, and museums. The city is ranked as an alpha-minus global city due to its socio-economic importance. One of the highlights of the city is the downtown, with massive skyscrapers in the backdrop of the Monserrate mountain. The La Calendaria is the historical district of Bogota and is one of the most famous locations in Colombia. The neighborhood is comprised of vibrant and colorful houses, churches and buildings built in the Spanish colonial, baroque and art deco styles. While the city was once infamous for its crime, mass-scale socio-economic policies implemented since the early 2000s turned Bogota into one of the safer cities of South America. Do exercise basic caution, of course, as you would in any other major foreign city. Bogota has one of the most extensive bicycle path networks, which is well integrated with the Transmilenio bus system. As a whole, Colombia is very famous for both its old and new architecture, with both well-preserved colonial era districts and stunning modernist buildings throughout the country. Besides having a notable architectural clash, the country has also had a tremendously interesting past. The nation has been inhabited by various American Indian peoples since at least 12,000 BCE, but the Spaniards arrived in 1499 and by the mid-16th century annexed part of the region, 
establishing the new kingdom of Granada with Santa Fe de Bogota as its capital. Independence from Spain was achieved in 1819, but by 1830 the Gran Colombia Federation was dissolved with what is now Colombia and Panama emerging as the new Republic of New Granada. The Republic of Colombia was finally declared in 1886, but Panama seceded in 1903, leading to Colombia's present borders. While Colombia has suffered from a political low-intensity armed conflict since the 1960s, the war has largely died down in recent years with an active peace treaty since 2016. Today's Colombia has made tremendous strides towards becoming the regional leader in everything from healthcare to education and has become one of the most attractive emerging economies in the world. One of the best locations to explore the incredible colonial era history of Colombia as well as its modern transformation is the coastal port city of Cartagena. The downtown neighborhood of Cartagena, known as the historical center of the city, is surrounded by 11 kilometers of walls built in the 16th century to protect against pirate attacks. The colonial-style Puerta del Reloj is the main entrance point to the district. Upon exiting it, you will face the Plaza de los Coches with the Plaza de la Aduana square located only a few steps ahead. The mayor's office is adjacent to these attractions. Throughout the district there are numerous other plazas, colonial office buildings, historical houses and cathedrals. A 20-minute walk from the downtown to the Pia de la Popa neighborhood is the Castillo de San Felipe de Barajas, which is the greatest fortress ever built by the Spanish colonists. In a stark contrast to the downtown neighborhood, the Boca Grande is known for its beautiful skyscrapers built to house apartments, offices and hotels. Most of the city's tourist attractions are also located here, with numerous hotels, shops, restaurants, nightclubs, museums and galleries. The volcanic sand beaches of the Boca Grande are some of the longest and most famous in Colombia, stretching on along the entire district. A lot of high-end shops are located along the Avenida San Martin in the district. On the bay side of the peninsula of Boca Grande is a seawalk with a statue of Virgin Mary in the center. If you are more captivated by natural phenomena, you are in luck. Colombia is the second most biodiverse nation on Earth, covering six natural regions within its borders. There are tropical rainforests, savannas, steppes, deserts, and mountain climates all within Colombia. Colombia also has the highest biodiversity in bird species worldwide, housing over 18% of the world's total, and contains between 40 to 45,000 native plant species, or roughly 10% of the world's total. Tayrona National Natural Park, located on the Caribbean coast, only 21 miles or 34 kilometers away from the city of Santa Marta, the park is a perfect example of Colombian biodiversity, featuring both the mountain climate of the Sierra Nevada, the Santa Marta mountain range in the south, and the traditional Caribbean tropical climate in the north, the park is the second most visited in Colombia. If you want to enjoy the beaches and sunshine all year round, you should absolutely pay a visit here. Do note that the months of September, October, November and December have the highest average rainfall throughout the year, so do plan accordingly. The months of January, February and March are the driest, so visiting at the time this podcast releases is actually the perfect opportunity. If you enjoy more of the humid, colder climates, do visit the Cocora Valley. Located in the central Cordillera of the Andean Mountains, the valley is part of the Los Nevados National Natural Park. The valley is the original location of the national tree of Colombia, the Quindio wax palm, as well as a wide variety of other flora and fauna native to the region. The Cocora Valley is a very popular tourist attraction, with common activities including camping, hiking, bird watching, mountain biking, horse riding, rafting, scenic flights, and simply swimming in the lakes and rivers. 
The temperatures here stay at a comfortable 57 to 60 degrees Fahrenheit or 14 to 15 degrees Celsius all year round, with the months of April, May, October and November being the rainiest. The driest months are July and August. And of course, we just had to include the beautiful resort town of Guatapé. Located only a two-hour car ride from Medellin, Guatapé is famous for its building's very colorful facades. Each building has tiles along the facade's lower walls in bright colors and dimensioned images. Many of the tiles are tied to the products sold by the shops or the beliefs of the residents. Another local attraction is the Piñón de Guatapé, a massive rock formation bordering a local lake. Visitors can scale the rock via a staircase built into one side. Once you're up there, food vendors offer outdoor tables overlooking vistas that stretch to the horizon in every direction. Above the food vendors are two gift shops and an open-air viewing area to observe the spectacular scenery. And that concludes our Colombian podcast. If you liked this episode, make sure to give us a like or rating on your platform of choice and subscribe to get new episodes every single week. All the cities and locations we mentioned in this episode were also featured on our Instagram page, at Official Tour App, where we highlight the most scenic locations in the countries you vote for. And if you're excited to visit Colombia, please feel free to download Tour on the iOS App Store for free and start planning your next trip today. Safe travels, Maxim Craft.